An entitled Karen tries to convince a theme park employee that I'm not disabled enough to have a special pass at the theme park I'm going to. And I honestly could not be more disgusted. Here's what happened. I was at a theme park yesterday with my friends. And as the title states, and as I'm sure you can imagine, we looked into some sort of special access pass. I have a rather odd leg condition. It has a name, but I'm not sure what it's called in English. But it's sort of an infection in the ankle bone that has caused permanent damage. Needless to say, Getting in rides, as well as general things, takes just a little bit longer for me. Standing in line all day was something I'd like to avoid. And hey, the theme park is accommodating. They offer a special pass. And mind you, this isn't a fast pass or anything like that. It just puts you in a separate line where there's room for wheelchairs, as well as seats for people like me. Overall, the wait time was pretty much the same thing. But they help a lot with getting into the ride if you're in this line. To get the pass, you didn't need to show anything proving your disability. But it did say you could be subject to being asked to prove it, which is fair enough. I wear special shoes. One is basically a knee-high boot, and it stands out, which most of the employees saw. They checked my pass, and everything was fine. I did have the diagnosis from my doctor and a screenshot just in case they would ask. The employees at this park didn't bother me, but the entitled Karen I'm about to describe is a whole other story. I'm standing in line with my companions when someone comes walking up behind us. There were a few people in front of us, too. I heard the woman make a loud noise of disappointment at how long the line was. The woman lit up a cigarette, a bit rude to do in a line, and my friend has asthma, so he asked her if she would just step back a little bit, and that is honestly where the problem started. This entitled Karen starts making a noise I can only describe as the call of a Karen. She did move back, but yelled something about how we had to make sure the employee would know she was there, and that no one cut in the line. Not an unreasonable request, honestly, but it could have been said in a kinder manner. The employee comes out and checks everyone's pass. They do this because the pass has a mention of whether the visitor will need extra help getting in or out. The employee asked our group who has the pass, so I showed him and everything is fine. They asked the entitled Karen too and she showed hers. She finished her cigarette and joins the line again, this time asking, So, what's your disability? I tell her it's something to do with my leg and I point at my shoes. She seemed displeased by this, saying, that's not a disability. I'm asking if you are disabled. At this point, I'm a little thrown off. I'm willing to share it, but it's also something private, and it doesn't concern her. I tell her I have an ankle condition and turn around to stop talking to her. Something to note here, she did have a child with her, though by all appearances, there was nothing visibly disabled about them. Not my proudest moment, but the thought of her faking a disability did cross my mind. But I didn't speak on it. The entitled Karen kept talking to me, though. But I just kept ignoring her, despite her barking off at me, saying that I needed to respect my elders. Eventually, other people were starting to take notice, and she was starting to draw some attention towards her. One of my friends, a bit comfortable with confrontation, and knowing I'm not, chimed in and said, Listen, it's none of your business. You wouldn't like it if we asked what you or your daughter's disability is either. To which she responded, My child is autistic, so she's actually disabled. The employee comes out again, letting people in. And when they reach us, she tells this employee, This person isn't disabled at all. Remove them from the line, please. The employee looks at us, then back to this entitled Karen and says, Well, they have the faculty pass and we check those. And before he could continue, he gets cut off. And she starts talking about how her daughter is autistic and I'm clearly not. I responded and said something like, Yeah, I'm not autistic, but I do have a disability. These shoes aren't exactly a fashion choice. The employee definitely did not want to be involved in 
this, but he did tell this woman that she has to leave us alone. He let in a few people, my group included, but not the entitled Karen. In the hallway to the ride, he said, wow, what was that all about? I told the employee it happened sometime, sadly. I thanked the employee for their help, and I enjoyed the ride. But man, do I hate that Karen. I can't believe that that lady would act like that. Like she clearly jumped in line and already had a chip on her shoulder as it is. But to then come up and be like, oh, you're not disabled? Like, who are you to say that? That's such a disgusting thing to do. And it's also really disturbing that she was using her daughter literally just to get in this line. With her just saying, oh, my daughter's autistic. She's disabled. Yeah, sure, she might have some setbacks, but I have plenty of friends as well as relatives who are autistic, and they're able to function just fine in society. So I find this generally very insulting for her to basically parade her daughter around as if she's just a free pass at a theme park, which in my opinion, that's exactly what she was doing. People like this honestly really disgust me, and it's nice that these people at least stood up for themselves despite the fact that this lady was crazy. I mean, to actually call someone out and be like, you're not disabled, it's just so disgusting. Who are you to say what someone is or isn't? A lot of disabilities aren't easily seen, and in some cases are really subtle, that you would have to know the person specifically to understand what's going on. And even then, it's none of your business. Like, why is this lady acting like she's some kind of vigilante to prove people aren't disabled? But in the end, they were at least able to enjoy this ride without that entitled Karen hanging over her shoulder trying to accuse her of not being disabled enough for this ride, which is absolutely ridiculous. My boyfriend is openly attracted to my cousin and makes no effort to hide it. And now I can't see her in the same way. I am quite close to my cousins as I spent most of my childhood and preteen years with them. One of my cousins is known to be super beautiful. She has the most gorgeous brown hair and gray eyes. I love her quite a lot and I've posted her on social media and never really cared even when people compared the both of us. I'm not too bad myself. I have also often been called attractive and have been hit on quite a lot. But among the two of us, she's no doubt the beauty of the family. It never bothered me because I knew we were both beautiful in different ways. This was until two years ago. My now ex-boyfriend and I were having a conversation and I had been showing him my family. While I showed him pictures of all my cousins, he pointed her out and just said, wow, and proceeded to act super interested and asked me for her name. We broke up a few days later after that. A year and a half later, we got back in touch and started dating again. I told him about this incident a few months later when I remembered and he just laughed it off and said that he was just stupid back then. I decided to end the relationship for good a few months later for reasons unrelated to this. Even though it's been two years, his comments made me start seeing my cousin as competition. This frustrates me to no end because I love my cousin and I don't want anyone else's comments to affect my security within myself. It's just too petty. Yet what he did that day just can't seem to leave my head. Keep in mind that me and my cousin still maintain a very happy and a very healthy relationship. I hold nothing against her. If anyone is to blame here, it's my ex. What should I do? I think your ex-boyfriend is an absolute jerk. I mean, why would he do that to you? He's clearly dating you and it's like, why would he be interested in your cousin? That's so counterintuitive to a healthy relationship. Like, come on. And it really sucks that you now see your cousin as competition, even though you've tried really hard to maintain a good relationship. I think if you want to try and spin this in a good way, you can say to yourself, well, at least I know that my cousin is a bad boyfriend deterrent. She can be a very valuable insight into how your boyfriend actually thinks. But I think in all honesty, you know your cousin better than anybody else. And I think she doesn't view you as competition and she just loves you. And I don't think you should let anything in your life change when it comes to the relationship you have with your cousin, all because of those dumb comments. That guy is an idiot, and I'm really 
really surprised you even let him back in your life, to be honest. He doesn't understand the relationship you guys have, and he will never be involved in your life ever again. And from the sounds of it, your cousin would never compare herself to you either. So I just wouldn't let this guy's comments get to you. It's not worth letting him rent space in your head. And honestly, you're going to be so much happier now that you're not dating him. My boyfriend is an avid gamer, and I'm not sure how to navigate this lifestyle. My boyfriend has a full-time 9-to-5 job and will often raid or play with his guildmates on weekends, as well as a few times during the week on a popular MMO. He also games solo every day, and while the length of time is usually different, typically it's about an hour or so. I used to game quite a bit as well myself, but haven't much recently due to being a full-time student and working often as well. I want to stress that I don't look down on him at all for gaming. It's a normal hobby. Gaming culture is a large part of his life, and I don't want to unnecessarily take away from it. Almost 100% of the time, I'll come home from work and he'll be gaming, and once he's done, he'll come back to me and relax with me. This can be as quick as 15 minutes or over an hour and closer to two. I usually don't mind this, even if I've come back from working all day, because either it was a scheduled activity or it wasn't, and I understand that you can't just leave games when playing, as well as when you're raiding with other people. If I really need to talk to him, I will tell him and he gets off fairly quickly, no problem. However, the scenario that typically upsets me is when we're hanging out and he will randomly get a message from a guildmate to play. He'll ask me if it will be okay to play games, and if I ever say no, stating that I would prefer to hang out or spend time with him still, his mood will shift negatively visibly. So I feel like I have to say that I don't mind even when I do, which really hurts. Another thing during this scenario is he will say that the guild activity will be 30 to 45 minutes, but often it will be closer to two hours. I understand that things often don't go as planned with gaming, and it is not his intention. I can find something to do in the meantime, but it bothers me nonetheless when I'm the one waiting to resume my time with him. These two things make me feel upset about his unplanned raiding and playing with his guild. I'm not sure if we're compatible in the long run, or if there's an easy compromise, because his game and guild is always there. I feel like there's no order. I wish he wasn't so available, to a point where there's no times or days that are just off limits. I love him a lot. He's an absolutely amazing person. This is just one problem we can't seem to get over yet, and I need to know how to navigate this. There has to be a solution, considering how common this situation seems to be with couples. What should I do? I think you really need to sit down with your boyfriend and explain exactly how you feel in this regard. You really do need to tell him that you want to spend quality time with him, and that quality time should not be interrupted with friends online who want to game that very moment. He needs to really start putting you first in certain situations. Like if it's a planned activity and you know for a fact he's going to be gaming, then I don't really see a conflict in that regard. You both know what's going on, this is obviously very important to him, and he wants to participate. But the unplanned situations definitely need to be fixed. He needs to realize that his time with you is valuable, and it needs to be seen as more valuable than time with his guild. So I think discussing that with him and setting some kind of boundaries between the both of you that both of you can agree to follow will benefit both of you in the long run. Because the last thing you want is his passion for gaming to cause a rift between the two of you, especially over something that, in my opinion, very easily can be fixed. Today, I messed up by being a grown man on a hotel water slide. And boy, was that a mistake. We were vacationing and staying overnight at a mid-range hotel. I enjoy a good soak in a hot tub and maybe even a dip in the pool afterwards to cool off. So we choose a place that had both. What I didn't know is that attached to the pool was also a water slide. As I enjoyed a nice soak, I watched kid after kid gleefully corkscrew down the slide and gracefully plop into the water like a duck 
stuck, jumping into a lake and swimming off. I decided I wasn't leaving without at least one trip down the slide, so I went up. When I got to the top, it looked much higher than it appeared from ground level, but rather than doing the walk of shame back down, I sucked it up and I went for it. Aside from all the warnings about liability and all this other stuff, there was a sign that said make sure the area is clear before you slide. So a quick check and it all looked good. I even gave myself a massive boost to maximize my enjoyment. About halfway down, I realized I was going very, very fast. Like almost upside down in the tube fast. When I hit the water, instead of plopping in gracefully like all of the other 50-pound kids, I came rocketing out of the chute at maximum warp drive and skidded across the pool like a hydroplaning orca. Unfortunately, I also took out three unsuspecting kids in the process. When I finally got myself upright in the water, I made sure everyone was okay. Then I noticed the parents' faces who were looking on, which can only be described as horrified, amazement, and disappointed. In the process, I managed to give myself an atomic wedgie and a chlorine nasal cleansing. Needless to say, I quickly packed up my stuff and exited the pool area. Luckily, we were checking out early the next morning, so we got out of there as fast as possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is absolutely hilarious to me because I can see that in my head. I can see you skidding across the water and taking these kids out one by one. And I can only imagine what the parents probably thought afterwards. You should be lucky that you didn't get in trouble with like the police or something for hitting their kids by accident. But then again, it's a water slide. Like these things are bound to happen. And from the sounds of it, it didn't seem like there's like an age limit. Like you can't be older than 18 or something like that to go on the slide. And to be honest, if I was in your shoes and I went down this water slide, I absolutely would give myself a massive boost going down. It's fun. I'm on vacation. Why not? And to this person's credit, the parents really should have been in the pool with the kids and watching over them to make sure that they're not in the path of the water slide. I mean, you've got to know that people are coming in and out of it. People have been doing it apparently the entire time he's been there. So yeah, I wouldn't feel bad about this at all. And sure, yeah, you hit a few kids on the way down. But it sounds like nobody got seriously hurt. And if anything, it taught those kids to stay away from the exit of a water slide to avoid getting hit. And I'm sure after you went rocketing down the slide, that's a lesson that they'll never forget. My mom wants me to break up with my boyfriend despite my boyfriend not doing anything wrong and I'm not sure what to do. My boyfriend and I have known each other for five years as friends before dating. We have now been dating for six months. He is an amazing guy and he is so understanding and reciprocates my love languages like no other partner I've ever had. My boyfriend and I are an interracial couple but I'm not going to say our races to keep this as anonymous as possible. My mother and I live together and we don't really have that good of a relationship and she is in a relationship of her own and is home about three days out of the week. When me and my boyfriend first started dating, he was very excited to meet my mom and offered to take me and her out to dinner to get to know her better. But she gave no answer to that, so he ended up meeting her outside of her home. My mom's boyfriend happened to be there as well and that whole first meeting went pretty well, or so I thought, because they were all making conversation and it all went over smoothly. He was respectful, didn't make any offensive remarks 
remarks, offered food, and so I thought it went overall really well. So over the past few months, my boyfriend would come over to hang out. He would pick me up to go out, we would study, or just go to the gym, and he would see my mom often, and they would chat here and there with no indication that anything was wrong. She would even invite him for dinner from time to time. Then, last month, my mom snapped at me about him being over too much and that she wants her space. But again, she's rarely at home herself, so it didn't make any sense. I told my boyfriend about it, and he was pretty upset, but he respected her wishes, and we have been seeing each other around her schedule. Then today, a close family member told me that my mom and her boyfriend doesn't like my boyfriend and wants me to break up with him. She went on to tell me that it was because of his race. I didn't know what to say. I felt so hurt and so angry, especially since she couldn't just tell me that herself and instead asked a family member to tell me to break up with him all because of the color of his skin. Ironically, they liked the ex that was emotionally abusive and cheated on me. Thankfully, my family member understands boundaries and respects my relationship, so they sided with me. My mom doesn't know that I know about this, and I honestly don't know what to do now. I don't know how or if I even should tell him about this. He went through something like this in his last relationship, and I just feel so bad. How should I approach my mom about this, if at all? I'm in no position to move out either, and I don't know how that's going to change that dynamic. What should I do? I think you should really be careful about this situation. And unless it came from your mom specifically, I wouldn't totally trust what your relative is saying. That's just me personally. I'm the type of person that needs to hear it straight from the horse's mouth, if you know what I mean. I need to hear my mom specifically say, hey, I don't like your significant other because of the color of their skin. Once I hear that, then we can get the ball rolling. But until I get some solid proof that that is the case, I'm not going to jump to some conclusion. There's nothing wrong with being on guard and having your suspicions, but I wouldn't trust outright what this family member is telling me. But let's pretend for a second that this really is true, and your mom really did say this to a relative. If that really is the case, then I think you really need to take that seriously and think about what steps are next in your life. I mean, if it really is true that a relative came to you to tell you what your mom said about your boyfriend, then your mom really has no spine at all, now does she? And you said it yourself, if you're really not in a position to move out, if that's really what you want to do, then maybe it's time to start taking steps so you can secure yourself a place to live if things go really badly, all because of the color of your boyfriend's skin. So hopefully this gets worked out, and hopefully you're able to find some more concrete evidence that your mom even said any of this to begin with. Because from my perspective, I think your relative is just trying to stir the pot, and I am not totally convinced that the entire truth is being told to you at this moment. Today, I messed up by letting out a burp that broke the sound barrier. This happened a year ago. I'm a 20-year-old female, and my boyfriend and I have been dating for five years, ever since we were both 15, and things have always been amazing between us. I don't want to get sappy, but he's really a great person. He has helped me heal from so many things, and whenever we're together, I always have to find the nearest tree or wall to lean against because my stomach hurts from laughing too much. Anyways, all of that just to let you know that I always feel very relaxed and comfortable around him. And while that is generally a great thing, it also ended up being the reason why I had this mess up in the first place. One day, we were out on a little date, and we decided to have lunch at a burger place, which is amazing. I got my favorite chicken sandwich with fries and a Coke, which was so good. I scarfed it down like an animal, not realizing how full I was getting. After my meal, I started feeling a bit weird. Nothing serious, just very, very stuffed, and it felt like I needed to get some air out. Now, I am not very gifted when it comes to farting loudly, or anything like that, but man, I can let out the loudest burps you'll ever hear. I genuinely take pride in that. I usually burp as I please when I'm alone. 
alone and nobody's nearby. But for the sake of politeness and looking good for my man, I always refrain from burping in front of him. Well, that day I ended up feeling so comfortable and relaxed that I let out the nastiest, most loudest burp that you could ever imagine. And I swear it broke the sound barrier. It lasted a solid five seconds. It just totally slipped out. I didn't even realize what I was doing before it was already happening. But boy, oh boy, did I realize what I had done afterwards. I was mortified. I was so embarrassed I could barely speak. My boyfriend, on the other hand, was peeing himself next to me and told me that other men were probably going to stay away from him because he clearly one-upped all of them with who he has as a girlfriend. In the end, we were both laughing and I've been happily burping ever since in front of him. He doesn't mind at all and he actually kind of joins in sometimes. I'm actually the grosser one in the relationship, but I'm proud I can be gross in front of him. That is a hilarious story and it sounds like you've got a fantastic boyfriend who absolutely is all in. But I have also had one of those burping fits where you break the sound barrier and you're pretty sure that your burp was so loud that you probably broke some kind of window somewhere around you just from the sheer force alone. So good for you for having a boyfriend that's super cool with it and knows how to laugh at a silly situation. You guys have a great relationship from the sounds of it and hopefully it continues and you're able to burp in front of each other with no problem. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.